of Poston, the favorite mealtime drink in millions of American homes, present those two lovable old characters from the hill country, Mom and Dad. Hello? Yes, Mary, this is Jean. Oh, no, you didn't. You and Jim in the wrong? Now, listen, Mary. You know, we had not that. If you said anything mean, I honestly think maybe it was partly your fault. I hate to say it, dear, but you know, well, you've been nagging him quite a bit lately, and maybe he just couldn't stay. Well, there's something that isn't very pleasant. Having a friend tell you you've been pretty nagging lately. But you know, I don't believe it's your fault. It usually isn't anybody's fault. Because very often a nagging disposition means that you're what doctors call a nervous irritable. And maybe the real cause is coffee nerves. Of course, many people can drink coffee and not become nervous and irritable, but you may be one of the many others who shouldn't touch it. So, if you think coffee makes you husky and cranky, switch to Postum. Because Postum can't possibly affect your nerves. Contains no caffeine, no stimulant of any kind. And Postum's cheering and fragrant. Beaming in the cup, Postum has a flavor that's most delicious. Try Postum, friends. If coffee makes you nervous and irritable, drink Postum instead of coffee. And after a fair trial, say of two weeks, see if you aren't mighty thankful, too, that you switch to Postum. And now, let's see what's going on down in Pine Ridge. Well, friends, you know that through the influence of Dick Huddleston, the government has dismissed its charges against Lum of operating an illegal post office. But Lum, through a plot on the part of Dick and Abner, does not yet know of this. As we look in on the little community today, we find Lum in the feed room of the Jotham Down store, where he's been hiding, talking to Abner. It's me, Lum. Uh, oh, just a minute. I wish you'd quit locking this door. It's a nuisance every time he's coming back here. All right. Here. Come yeah. on, quit. Yeah. Here. Here's a sandwich for you. Oh, good. Good. I might not starve to death. Oh, Granny, if I ever get to where I can sit down to a table to a real meal again, I'm going to eat for three days. Oh, Granny, it's another ham sandwich. Huh? I'll be grunting like a hog. Well, that's all Luke had over, except hamburgers, and you said you saw the damn. Granny, if I ever get out of here, I'm going to open up a first-class restaurant here in this town. It's the last thing I ever do. And a good hotel here would pay, too. But I can't even hide no place in comfort. I thought you said this morning, if you ever got out of this, you never would get mixed up in no kind of business, except the store here again. Granny, the fella couldn't get himself in no trouble just opening up a restaurant and hotel, could he? No, that's what you always say about everything, but you generally wind up in some kind of trouble for you, too. That's right, Annie. Annie, I'll take a solemn oath right now that if I ever get out of this trouble, I'll never get myself in nothing else again. No other kind of business. Hear that, Abner? Yeah, I hear you. 
Yeah, I got my right hand up, too. Yeah, I see. You better get out of this first, though. Granny, I wish I could figure out something to go into to raise a lot of money right quick so I could hire some good lawyer to fight this thing for me. There you go again, Mom. Yeah, what's the matter with me anyway? In the first place, I don't believe a lawyer could do you no good now. Running off while he's having a hearing over there. Well, somebody's got to do something. I can't stay a hunted criminal all my life. I'm getting so dead blamed tired of this feed room back here. I don't know what to do, hardly. Well, it's your own fault, Mom. You've got to stay here now. All this trouble just because I opened up a post office and sold a few stamps. Huh? Well, I believe you could come out the store now, Mom, without nobody knowing you. With your mustache shaved off and all that beard on your face, why, I don't think they'd know you. just don't favor yourself at all. No, no, I'd be feared to change that. Bound to be some detectives around town here looking for me. Well, I don't believe a soul would know you. Fact is, I don't believe you know yourself. You ever got a look at yourself in a mirror? Have I changed that much on that? Yeah, you don't look like Lum Eddard. Uh, who do I look like? Oh, I don't know. Sort of a cross twixt Sleepy Davis and old Slim Nunley. I don't look that bad, do I? Well, you just look different, that's all. Oh, I'd love to go up there in the store if I thought nobody wouldn't know me. So tired of this feed room, I'm about to lose my reason. Yeah, well, come on up there for a while, then. It'll be good for you, Lon. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Be quiet. Huh? I thought I heard somebody coming in the store there. Oh, oh. Open that door a little and see who it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's just Grandpappy Spears, Lon. Oh, well, he knows I'm hiding back here anyway. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'll tell you what we'll do. I'll go up there and talk to Grandpappy for a few minutes, and then you come on out in the store there and... I'll introduce you under another name and see if he recognizes you. And if he does, why, well, it won't hurt nothing. Yeah. He knows you're here anyway. Yeah, go ahead. I'll be up there directly. Uh, tell me my name's William. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, howdy, Grandpa. Well, I was wondering where you at. Yeah, well, I've been back there talking to Long. Uh, how's he getting along? Oh, all right, I reckon. He's scared to death. Thinks they're still looking for her. <laughs> well, you ain't told her no different, huh? Oh, no, no, no. But uh, I think we've carried this thing for enough, Grandpap. Uh, I believe we ought to tell him better. He's just scared Tom too big. No, 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 don't do it, Abner. Richard said to leave him back there long enough to learn him a good lesson while we had it. Let him have plenty of time to study it over good. I bound you he'll never get himself in any more trouble like this. Well, I think he's cured now, Grandpap. He just said a while ago that if he ever got out of this, he'd never get no other kind of business at the store here again. Yeah, a couple more days back there won't hurt him. Well, the only thing he's been threatening to slip out of here and try to get down into Mexico. Well, what in the world would he do down there? I don't know. He said something about going down there and starting life all over again. <laughs> he's getting a sort of a late start, I'll say that for him. Well, like he says, he can't spend the rest of his life back there in that feed room. No. Well, he ain't going to have to. We'll tell him different in a few days. Oh, yeah, sure. What's the matter? <laughs> uh, he's coming up here in the store in a minute, Grandpa. Try out his disguise on you. Disguise? Yeah, well, his beard's growed out to where he wouldn't hardly know him. I've been trying to tell him if he did come up there in the store, nobody wouldn't know him. I hate for him to have to sit back there in that feed room crawling around under the store all the time. I I'm going to introduce him to you as, as Mr. Williams, so 
don't you let on like you know who it is. Oh, oh we can have some fun out of it. <laughs> i scare the daylights out of it. Big good joke on him when we tell him different. <laughs> but now, let's don't scare him too bad, Grandpa. I, I kind of feel sorrowful for him. Oh, it'll be good for him, Abner. He's always getting you two fellas in trouble with them big eyes of his. Maybe this will calm him down a little. Yeah. What have you done about your tourist camp? Oh, nothing. Got to stay here in the store. There's a little more fixing up to do before we can open up our business. Ain't got no heaters in them, for one thing. It's cold weather. It looks like a railroad yard, all them streetcars sitting out there in a lot that way. Yeah, but now they'll make awful nice little tourist cabins. I just can't hardly waste it. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Here it comes, here it comes. Don't let on. No, 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 I don't want Come in, come in. Uh, Mr. Williams, uh, shake hands with Grandpappy Spears. Hmm. How do you do, sir? Glad to meet you. Glad to meet you, too, sir. Uh, Mr. Williams is a stranger here in town, Grandpap. Well, I glad he was. I don't recollect ever seeing him before. No. <laughs> but there's so many strangers in town the last few days. I uh, can't keep up with them, hardly. Town's just full of government men. Government men. Yeah, detectives and bloodhounds, one thing or another. Well, that's the way a fella can walk down the street without a bloodhound cornering him and sniffing at him. Bloodhound? Yeah, they're looking for a runaway criminal around here. That fella, Lum Edwards, escaped from over at Little Rock a few days ago. He was a partner here in the store with Abner. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know him. Know him well, yeah. That reward they put out for him is sure keeping them busy. I never hear nothing about no reward. Oh, my, yeah. They're offering $5,000 for him, dead or alive. Well, what good would it do him to kill him? Yeah. I don't know. Personal, I'd hate for him to shoot him, but I, I think some of his friends will more likely turn him in if he's in these parts. And most everybody thinks he is. They do, huh? All the detectives figure he's around here. Oh, my goodness. More than likely wearing a disguise. Disguise? You mean they'll shoot him? Well, the way them detectives talk, they're going to shoot him on sight. And they're about ready to close in on him, too, from what you say. Hey, wait a minute. Where about you going, Mr. Williams? Oh, I'm tired. I think I'll go back here in the feed room and set up ours. You fellas go ahead and visit. Don't bother about me. Yeah, all right. Just make yourself comfort back there. <laughs> I know that, dear. <laughs> He sure got out of here in a hurry, didn't he? Oh, he's scared to death, Grandpa. I'm going back there and tell him I can't even look in front of him. Well, now, Richard said for you not to tell him, Abner. I don't care what he said. Now, he suffered enough, and I'm going to tell him better. Well, wait a minute. I'll go with you, and I want to hear that. Yeah, come on. Come on back here. <laughs> then we'll take him over to Luke's Pears and buy him a big meal. <laughs> oh, me, that'll be a load off of his mind. <laughs> Yeah, I better knock on the door, scare him to death to just go busting him off. <laughs> yeah, he was as pale as a ghost whenever he come back. Hey, Lom, it's me and Grandpa. Lom. Huh. Go ahead, Grandpa. Hi, Lom. Hey, Lom. Ah, the dog. He must have went down this hole here on the floor. Gets back under the store whenever he gets scared. Hey, Mom. Oh, it's all right. Come on out. Mom? Can you hear him? Oh, wait a minute. My dog is his hat and coat's gone too, Grandpa. Oh, 
we've carried this thing too far. He's run off again just as sure as the world. I bound he's headed for Mexico, too. That's where he went. Sorry, notice. Come on, Grandpa. We've got that bottle. Well, he probably will need bloodhounds to find one this time. You know, there's an old saying that half a loaf is better than none. But when you apply that thing to sleep, just isn't quite the same. For actually, when you're kept awake, tossing and turning half the night, it almost feels in the morning as though you'd had no sleep at all. So think of this. It's possible that coffee nerves is robbing you of sleep. For while many people can drink coffee and go to sleep all right, many others just aren't able to. And that's why, if you suspect coffee keeps you awake, you should certainly switch to Postum. For there's no caffeine, no stimulant, nothing in Postum that could possibly keep you awake. Postum's a mellow, full-bodied mealtime drink that's a real treat. And it costs but a trifle. Actually, less than one-half cent a cup. So if coffee causes your sleeplessness, see if drinking Postum instead isn't helpful even in a few days. And after two weeks, long enough to give Postum a fair trial, see if you aren't sleeping soundly again. Drink Postum. There's a reason. Don't forget, friends, come along with us next Friday evening at the same time when we go for another visit to Pine Ridge with Lum and Abner. To say, funny how it takes a little January rain or snow to make a fellow appreciate a July hot spell. Blue Cosby speaking. Remember, Postum, your best bet for a good night. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System.